UFO beach abduction. They came on the biting February wind, a throng of boom mics and telephoto lenses, biros cocked to trace the ghosts of footprints along the beachfront, laying their shoes in the sandy imprints, tracking the trail to where, hidden from the dog walkers by thick marron grass tufts, sat a freakishly circular scorch mark, an angry tar black stab wound in the dunes, and above it the girls careened as airborne mourners. Down at the water's mouth, where feet stampeded with satisfying cracks, sits a fringe of razor clams, their slimy innards abducted from their shells. The dandelions are a toothbrush splash of colour, a sparse haze of yellow, tiny warning lights. The wind whips hair sharp against their cheeks, and the tips of the pine trees have been blasted to a fine ash. They sway with the people, who tilt their heads to the sky and squint. In the sand gullies lies handfuls of strange sea litter, a pinch of barnacles, spidery seaweed messes and gleaming exoskeletons, all the sad subjects of the tide. The air can feel so very dense, suddenly silence, like you're in the compression chamber of a loaded gun. But everyone was holding their breath when the fronts of the tabloids, emblazoned with nothing but what amounted to question marks, held the images of sandcastles with decorations of human molars and redundant clamshells with fingernails resting inside.